but every the whole goal of our government is that every house needs to be on fiber like so, every single house so basically very soon the uk will have internet yeah, yeah, and and, and we, we won't have little mice running on wheels to power the conductors so we can get some form of internet. That'll all be retired soon. No, good, 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 good. Well, we're live, so I'm just, they'll let you know that. But, yeah, but as we were saying before, my internet rudely interrupted us. We're both agreeing that Age of Ultron was an absolutely fantastic piece of Marvel. I loved it. it I loved it. The I, whole like, thing... With like the the foundation of building, um, vision was just chef's kiss. Yeah. So see, everybody see, com- everybody got confused by it and was lost in the plot. Didn't know what was happening. I'm like, are you sure you watched the same film? Like, were you awake when you was watching it? Like, people didn't get it. The only thing that I hold against Age of Ultron is the fact that they introduced Amadeus Cho's mother. But they didn't bring him in mm. because the, they they have time yeah. because he's kind of more mutant than yeah you know well, yeah, well the, the whole X Men thing is coming into it isn't it eventually so. yeah and see that's the thing with the new stuff coming from Marvel it they're building it just like they built the other like the first four phases. But everybody expects them to start basically from zero again with the same intensity of Endgame. And it's like, I, I, I get goosebumps to this day watching Endgame. So Just, do I. Like, when, it, I got my, when I got my new TV, the first thing we tried, we instantly booted up Disney Plus and got to that scene where it all the rings open and they all come through. That was, that was our test moment for our new TV, was to make sure it was working properly. It was Endgame. Kind of like how like how my test my test uh, for sound is John Wick two when he's in the underground crypts like mm-hmm. the sewers because when he pumps what that shotgun, uh, oh. when he when he shoots that shotgun, I swear it blows a hole in my chest. Like that is so <laughs> great, so great. Anyway, but no, but that's what I'm saying. Like people aren't rem- like people are remembering where the like the the beauty of where the first four phases of marvel ended up but they're not remembering the fact that as like as far as reception goes there were a lot of early marvel films that and some of the middle ones that people had the exact same thought to because everyone knew that their goal was to get to an avengers movie but uh no 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 we're just doing no, no, the pre-show. pre-show pre-show yeah pre-show so um everybody kn- like everybody knew an avengers movie was coming but because of the way they did thanos which really wasn't that succinct like it really wasn't like they showed him a few times but it was like 
it wasn't yeah, as it was like early. It yeah, but that's the thing. We're in the first phase of the new stuff. I, I, like I, I you, people are judging this shit yeah. too harshly. Yeah, I think we're just so used to the epic buildup that we had, and uh, also a lot of people are still salty that like you know Iron Man's gone and all these other characters are gone. Like there's no more Captain America. We got a new Captain America. Iron Man's dead. Like, people are still hung up on the characters that they practically grew up with for the last 10 years. If you, pay attention, if you pay attention to the movies, you know that they're coming back. And not just for, like... Yeah, but what you, you have know. to understand as well is a lot of people that watch these films aren't, like, Marvel fans, if you know, Like, they haven't read the comics, they don't know the canon, they don't know all of the other iterations that happen within the Marvel Universe. All they know is the MCU. So they are completely judging it based on what they've watched. Yeah, but I'm saying what they've watched because, of course, like after Loki, I was like, oh, Secret Wars, cool. Mm. Like, you know, but at the same time, it's like the stuff they're getting into right now is stuff that I get it. It's not Iron Man. I, okay, I get it. Most people don't know these characters as well as, say, like someone like me. But at the same time, if you trust that this company that did Endgame isn't just idiots, they are introducing these characters because they are going to be important. And they have to get them out there so that they can continue to build towards what's happening. Like, people are giving them no credit for what they're doing, seemingly not understanding that it has to be done so that you can have that same end game like build to get to the to the basically the secret wars, which is going to be insane. It's going to be ridiculous, and we get two Avengers films in the same year. Yeah, as they should as they should have done. Like crazy. Oh. I mean, it's going to be great. But yo, is is showtime? Everybody's been sitting here patiently <laughs> waiting as we. <laughs> As we complain, yeah, yeah, the fans have been the worst ever since Endgame. Yeah, like I said, yeah. they got they got an achievement. If like Endgame was literally like when I watch it, it feels like an achievement. I get goosebumps of ten years worth of building to the perfect moment, and they pulled it off. And now people are like, okay, well, I realize you starting all over again and you got to build up to something else, but every movie should be Endgame. No, that's not how you build stuff. That's how you deflate it. I get that. Like, even if they did that, I don't think my heart could take it. If every yeah. film was like, if every film was like Endgame, I would seriously, I'd have a heart attack. It would be too much. Yeah. Yeah, so anyway, we said we were going to start the show. Yeah, we really need to start the show. <laughs> All right, here we go. Everybody, we'll see you in a moment. Five, bring me a bottle of water. Bring me a bottle of water. Thanks, babe. Love you, Oh boy. Well, uh, welcome everybody. It is the 90th episode of the Made in Dreams podcast. Wow, I'm your host, 90th. Mighty. What, what, what happened? What? Nin 90th. I didn't realize we was on the 90th. Wow. Bruh. It's our show, man. How you going to... I know. You keep that to yourself until we're, like, uh -huh. off the air. Like, what, what is <laughs> happening around here? Anyway, nice I'm, I'm your host, Mighty Vicious, here with Jamie James, a.k.a. Riddick, a.k.a. Forgetful Sam. And yep. today, we're taking questions from the community and chat. Um, 
it's the last day before our two week hiatus. So yeah, yeah, we just we're gonna we're gonna take it semi easy. I think I don't know, I don't know, but see we'll see, we we'll see. But uh, let's get the show on the road because we didn't already talked <laughs> way too much about like Marvel and the MCU. As so always. first, I wanted to um, um, well welcome everybody. Thank you everybody that showed up early from chat. It's always great. It's always great to have people in the discussion with us. Yeah. But um first we had a message from Char the Weeb. Uh or right. Char IDK on uh, in in chat currently. And he says discuss what you think the future of dreams will be in terms of film and animation. Okay. I'm I'm a I'm going to sound a little salty. Ooh. Just, just a little, um, okay. because it, it, it's it's not meant to be salt, but I feel like it's going to be salt. Like for me, as far as the future right. of dreams in film and animation, like everything right now, in my opinion, uh, like people who say like dreams needs a uh to have a game that like brings everybody in that's like seen as a hit that you know gets the community and brings and widens the community i feel the same about dreams being used in film and animation we already know what's happening but you know with a winter story and and i feel like in as it stands right now, I don't know if it's going to do any good for Why? the, the only reason I say that it's, it's going to be beautiful. I mean, because of conversations we've had with people around the community, like we, we know who's like, who's involved in it. We don't yeah. talk about that stuff, but we know who's involved in it. We know who's been putting in work and for how long since before it was actually, brought up and you know articles were written about it um just from us talking to and knowing people but basically the fact that we know nothing about it seems to me like once again don't talk about some of the things that we know that isn't common knowledge of uh, uh, amongst dreamers because yeah. some of it we know but we're not supposed to other than, <laughs> other than, we have to be careful with yeah we say. have to be careful because i don't want to blow anybody's spot and y'all already going crazy and demanding like you know multiplayer before people have babies so like yeah. i mean you know i don't want to throw anything else in the mix that brings more heat on the studio we love but basically i feel like sony can like and this is where it's going to sound salty, but understand that I say this not knowing what they have planned. From my point of view, it feels like Sony is dropping the ball on this. Like, the development process of this, it being used as a professional tool for a studio film... It's kind of like goes back to what you were saying about the uh, ad interview they did with uh, Ghostbusters, mm. 
where it's like you had the kids talking and then you had like 12 Five seconds, seconds? Yeah. of, of actual me. yeah I, I, i'm just I, I i never timed it so i i want to shoot above <laughs> Okay. But, like, you know, you were like, oh, my God, that was the chance to show development process, show people what dreams looks like, not just the end result. Like, you brought up all this stuff, and I feel like with a winner story and how big of waves it made when it was released that a movie would be made using dreams, like, I mean... I'm not saying they got to show the whole movie or show every single little thing that they have planned, but I feel like it's been absolutely dead quiet since that momentary burst of, okay. oh, crap, it's going to be a movie? They're using dreams in an actual studio film? Like, people got pumped. But don't and, you think And that, then there's nothing. But don't you think that what you're talking about, like using the behind-the-scenes, how the development works for this film as promotional material... Don't you think that it would be wise to use that type of material close to release to help build the hype train for the film? Like that's normally what studios do in general is they keep all of this content under wraps until they're close to the release so that it builds up hype prepared for when it comes out. Like so there's still time for all that stuff to happen. They're, and they're... I think they're following the traditional way of doing things. And maybe that and maybe that's the case. Like I said, I say this while pre preempting my 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 thoughts with I don't know what they plan on doing, but I feel like it's a really big deal that that dreams is being used for film, for a studio film, and I feel like you can hold off on the stuff until it's about to drop, sure. But there's a lot of little things that really could do well for it now like i'm not like i said i'm not saying you have to show the scenes you're like the scene you're building or any of that just the hey what is it like for this studio to jump in and work with a you know a, a creation suite that no one else in the industry uses like it could literally be talking pieces with a little bit of hey how do you begin to do this like just kind of like how a lot of this stuff they've been doing lately with, uh, what's his name? Uh, is it Todd Phillips? I, I think I'm getting the name wrong. The, the level design, like, sit-downs they've been doing. And then they, uh, yeah. You know, like, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and so it's just like, I feel like this is something that could ride, a, like, that could be done now that rides a wave of building all the way up until you release the big stuff, the big behind the scenes stuff, like the, the hours and hours of footage you hopefully have showing people doing this stuff. Like, because I feel like I personally feel like things do really well. Like how, how big, I know it's well known in, in literature, but a winter story, did you know about it before it, they put out the article that said? No. No. For all intents and purposes, I feel like there are people that know it. I think I've read it, but it was ages ago if I did. And people don't know this story. Like anything that builds towards it, I can like towards the end date and release. I can only imagine 
would help build swell for not only dreams but for the project itself saying it disappearing and then leaving it all to like a three-month marketing thing in which case we still don't know if they're going to push it towards dreams like we still (laughs) (laughs) or if it's just the film aspect of it which honestly they maybe should but could do it further like attack it from two prongs it just feels like how fast it came the articles that that like the boom in the articles that it created and then the silence after with the knowledge or lack of knowledge from the general public of the story itself i can only see it helping to have people along with you like Mm. growing the project and the anticipation and like the appreciation for the craft the the hardships i can only see that building more swell for the movie and more word of mouth but then again i don't know how they plan to release it either you know that was that was going to be my next question is we currently don't know when this film is coming out there's no release date there's no i don't even believe there's even a year like to say it's coming out in 2020 whatever like there's been nothing so for all we know Media Molecule could still be in the experimental stage of figuring out how they adapt dreams into film. Because obviously this is this is much bigger than like, you know, it's it's much bigger than like Cybersheep, for instance, making Noguchi's Bell. Like this is this is obviously it's it's studio quality and it's mixing it, I believe, with real life cinematography, like, you know, real footage. So there's there's all these elements that they have to experiment with and produce to come up with the right fidelity, the right style, how that's imported into all of these editing processes. Like there's there's so many things that need to be considered that although yes, it would be nice to have more details about it, they could still be right at the baseline of figuring out how they're actually going to do it. And that stuff is the stuff that's not technically usually in the behind the scenes. The behind the scenes is the like is basically like the act of the production. That stuff you just mentioned, that's what I want to hear. Oh yeah, and you will. I believe ah. that that's what we're going to see from I mean, look, come on. If if Sony has made some kind of deal to make it possible to use dreams in yeah. a film they're obviously going to use that as a push. They're obviously going to make these behind the scenes things to push the agenda that they've got. The only console that has a, a, a real working game engine that can not only be used by the public, but is powerful enough to be used in studio quality Hollywood films. They're not going to sit on that. I, I, know, I know Sony's marketing department isn't exactly the greatest, and I would love to be head there to be able to sort them out. But still, with all their brains compiled together, they have to have enough brain cells to understand that they're sitting on a gold mine to push one of their own products. That's got to be the whole reason of using it in the first place. See, but because they, crush- don't need, they don't need to use Dreams. They've chosen to use Dreams. There is reasons behind that. Crush Combs said little stuff to keep people engaged leading up to the big hype that would start near release. Exactly. I just feel like going from the announcement to nothing. And notice, I would like to correct this. I didn't say Media Molecule. I said Sony. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I do. They, they're under an umbrella, but they're 
still in a way not not one entity you yeah, know yeah. um but this is going to come back a lot to other questions i know you wanted to go over today but that's just i mean i know you can't give everything and like i don't we'll get back to it when we know more because i originally told char that i wasn't going to talk about this because i feel like because we have nothing we speculate heavily on what's happening like we don't we don't know no especially when it comes to this film like i've reached out to the studio behind it who's working on it everything like every little individual arm that i could possibly try to reach out to to uh, to basically have them on or talk about the production yeah. i haven't heard anything back so i mean why would they who am, who, yeah. who am i but at the same time it's like you know it's because i have that drive it's like i want to know not with the I, you don't have to tell me the story, the synopsis, the characters. The, you don't got to tell me nothing. Just tell me why did you why did you choose to do this with dreams? Which is probably Sony being like, hey, give here's some money if you'll do it with dreams. But also, why is it so quiet? And, I just and, think it's early, in my opinion. I just think that it's really early. I think they should have held the gun with announcing it in the first place. Um, but I mean, even when it was announced, it was like a really soft announcement with the whole dreams part of it. Like it was really soft. It wasn't like a big oh, dreams is entering Hollywood. Like it wasn't I, this huge. I've read articles that did say that. Like, I'm referring to the original article. Yeah. That, okay. Like, you know, the original yeah. article that announced it. It wasn't like this huge thing. Like, oh, we're using dreams. It's more of oh, this film's coming out. This is what we're producing. And we're using dreams for a bit of it it's going to be cool like you know we'll talk about it later that that's kind of how it the original article came across so i i think it's just super super early stages and even if sony doesn't give it a big push i think medium molecule will like i think they'll put out a ton well, of stuff about yeah it. i think so, medium molecule yeah. will when it yeah. when it when it gets out mm. yeah it, it's i just it's, we'll get back to this and yeah, we'll, yeah. we'll we touch on this in yeah, another we well no we're going to touch on it again when we get to one of the main uh, topics of today, but right, so what do you want to discuss first? Uh, well, uh, Herc UK on Twitter mm. uh, responded regarding our last episode about the scalability of the or the scalable servers, mm. and said uh, Abby mentioned there would be compromises when moving to new servers. What do you think those might be? Don't think it was covered uh, during the stream. Uh, but it said also an MM would be looking to the community to support some decisions, uh, along with the benefits to, an, to the, be announced. I should add, it, it's an interesting puzzle. I don't think it will be a loss of tools or current key features, but maybe archiving older assets, dreams, maybe a change to search and how it works. Uh, what could the community decide that changes something in a less positive way? So we have two questions. What do, what do we think the compromises are going to be for the new servers? And basically, could the community decide something that is less popular amongst all of us? 
and resulting in an ultimately worse experience. What do you what do you think? So I think Herc uh, hit the nail on the head when it comes to what he thinks it, it means, and um, it, it's it kind of ties back to my whole thing that I was going on about the scalable service, where like you know you can change your storage and your RAM and everything on the fly with these cloud-based architectures. I I think that um, they're gonna put like a time window on assets released into the Dreamiverse. Because if we get this huge, massive influx of users coming into Dreams and they start pushing out all the stuff, I mean, the Dreamiverse is absolutely huge as it is. There's thousands and thousands of assets, and a lot of them are just not being used. Like, they, a lot of them haven't been used, period. And, you know, that's all, that's just taking up space on the server. All of these assets take up space, need to be stored and archived. So I think that there will eventually be a, a, a time window on assets. If they're not being used commonly or if they're not being used full stop the a time window will be put on to say like you know this asset's going to remain on the dreamiverse for 30 days unless it gets popular and starts getting used otherwise it's going to be archived and like i said it falls in line with the whole scalable option because if you have a massive influx of assets coming into the dreamiverse they can ramp up the storage uh, but that's obviously going to be more costly. So then you have these 30-day windows on assets, and when they don't get used, they get archived, and then they can drop the storage back down. So it's all about managing your data and making it as cost-effective as possible. And if they are having this whole idea of bringing a big push to Dreams, it's super important that you have that in mind, because, you know, data is king these days, and storage can become extremely expensive. And I'm not sure exactly the data size of a typical asset in dreams i've never really looked into it mm. but you can imagine it, it goes into the gigabytes quite quickly if if you've got tons of people coming in making hundreds of assets a day and that, that it's got to be cost effective for them so i would say that's probably what it's going to be hmm well i'm not the technical guy here when it comes to <laughs> you do it for a living so i mean that makes sense um i just don't know I don't know if if you if if you get rid of assets, I feel like it goes against. It does it does go against it? It does. Even even when I say it, I feel bad for saying it. But at the same time, if you've got like fifty gigabytes of assets on the Dreamiverse and none of them's ever been used, just because of how popular certain assets are, like imagine how many variations of of a tree you've got. Like there's yeah. got to be hundreds and hundreds of thousands. Now, let's imagine we have a huge influx of players coming into Dreams and they're all making trees and releasing them into the into the Dreamiverse. We've got millions and millions of variations of trees. And how Dreams works with, you know, Dream Surfing is it obviously you've got all the tags to show what's most popular, what's trending. And those are the things that are ultimately what's going to get shown up. And not only just because it's the way the algorithm works, but it's because it's what players choose. The more players use something, the more it gets shown. So all of these other trees that people have made that have had zero plays, zero uses, zero remixes, and you've got thousands and thousands of them sat there, and they've never, ever been used. It's just a waste of resources that could be freed up to be used for other things. So there has the to only, be a good with it. The only way I agree with that, because everyone knows, everybody's looked for that one asset. That they just, they, like, they're like, ah, oh, this isn't, it's almost there, but it's not right. Like, I feel like that's the point, is that you have all of these trees. And it's like, yeah, someone may not use that tree for three years, but the one person who's going to be looking for that one specific look 
could come around. Like the only thing I could see is possibly, um, I don't know. It's like, maybe it's like if you AFK from dreams for like a year, maybe, maybe they like, they start knocking off some of that low number, like stuff that no one's using, but it would, it I feel like it would have to be, it would have to be something like that. I mean, it, but, it, it's not necessarily going to be the way I've said it. I mean, like, you know, 30 days is a really short amount of time, but I think that to a certain degree, it's going to be something like that. Hmm. Because, you know, with the whole scalability that they've talked about, they're obviously looking at this way of, of pushing up and down on the server, depending on user requirements. So, and with that, the big question is, is how much data do they need? And it's difficult to kind of judge how much data you need if you have this huge influx of players come in how many of them are just going to be players how many are going to be creators how many are going to be people that just create content for other people to add to the dream of this so the scalability option is the best way forward to justify that but at the same time you start getting into gigabytes and terabytes of data it's it's costing an absolute fortune just to run it so there, there has to be some give and take when it comes to everything that's available and yeah, I don't know. Well, Multiverse Moose said Dreams assets are so tiny. As far as the space they take up, I'm, I'm guessing he's referring okay. to. Mm. Um, Karsten Stack says, did they ever delete LPB stuff? I, they, I don't think they... Didn't they, they, try they to took the service down? Yeah, they took yeah. the service down, then there's a massive outcry, and they brought them back, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. I I don't know though. That's that'll be a good question to uh, ask Media Molecule. It says uh, uh, Multiverse says other than audio, it's essentially text files. List of edits, huh? Oh, that's so, interesting. So it's basically an instruction manual to rebuild it. Yeah, that's that's cool. I like that. That's interesting. Yeah, that is. All right. uh, Char says my honest expectation. Uh, expectations for the future film in dreams is that dreams will be a way for indie films to thrive, especially in a time where streaming services are canceling and removing entire shows and people just want access to create without getting years of work being taken away. I mean, it's already that that's like, that's one of the things I've been screaming about for dreams is that like, it is that, um, but there's always the chance to lose your work. The only thing that's different about fil the film aspect of Dreams is that you can export. So there's no chance that you'll ever lose or that Dreams just goes down or something like that. Like, you always have the ability. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, ultimately, I agree. Uh, Ugly Sofa Gaming, what's going on? What's going on? Uh, so, next, we had... Um, oh, wait. Did we talk about no, we didn't. So what's no, the thing So what what's the thing the community could decide that basically changes dreams in a less positive way? Mm. I feel like there's I personally feel like there's no way to answer this without more information. Yeah. Like we'd have to know exactly what they're doing with the servers mm. and yeah. these compromises to know what people could survive. Cause if they, if they just in the conversation we've had where it's like, um, you know, 
whether old things get taken away or whether it comes down to a AFK, you know, AFK from dreams timer that it's like, okay, now we can start removing your stuff. You're not using it. You know, that type of thing. If personally, if they were to say, oh, we're just going to get rid of some of this low level stuff, I would consider that to be a less positive change. But if they put it behind that wall of AFK from dreams for three years, okay, we can get rid of this tree you made when you first got on. You could probably do it faster and better now when you come back like that would, there would, so that would be something, but it's impossible to answer that. Uh, Oh God. OG. First of all, as always, I love the name OG, the enigma. Um, he says maybe a limit of uploads per person. That would be awful. Oh my God, that would be bad. Okay, so maybe it's not super hard to answer because <laughs> that's a really good answer. That would definitely make dreams a lesser experience. Yeah, if they if they put a cap on on what you can upload per day, that would that would be pretty crappy. I wouldn't like that at all. All right, so Entropy said storage itself is rarely the problem. Actual saving and storing of data is cheap. Response times and handling large amounts of concurrent requests on the server is hard. Yeah, that I, I, w- I would think that'd be the case. You know, but at the same time, what's the... Okay. They must have something planned, man. It's because the way you put it, Jamie is that either they're expecting a lot of like uh, an influx of users or they want the ability to scale it down in case there isn't. But at the same time, that's that's the only way I can see it. I mean, I'm I'm not a professional, like, you know, I'm not like an architect or an engineer or anything. So I'm just going off my personal experience with managing servers at work and, and how we use these cost-effective measures to manage our storage for accessing all the data that we have, because we have terabytes and terabytes of data. And it's accessed remotely from different people all over the country and stuff, so we have to optimize that to be able to ensure that we're being as cost-effective as possible. So I'm purely speculating based on my personal experience with service storage and how that data is accessed. And that, yeah, that's the two points that just come to mind purely based on what I do every day. And Char said, if they remove those creations with just the blank square with memes characters running around, I have no problem with that. So it was only a matter of time before the memes came in. Yeah. So, you know, all right. Uh, the last, I think it's the last one we got, was from Alex Hetherington on Twitter. Uh, says, discuss Dreamscom secret ending. What do you hope it is? I mean, I... we go ahead. Yeah, we, we went through it, but I mean, I, I'm hoping that it's a new IP, personally. I would like to see Dreams have something new. Uh, but given that the next big event for Dreams is Halloween, I'm more reluctant to say it's it's going to be the Halloween event. And I really hope it isn't. I, I know how that sounds. The, timing, the timing's right, though, isn't it? So. I, yeah, it is. And I really hope it isn't because, you know, just like last week when I was talking about MM possibly getting their hands on a, another IP and making the next game of that IP in Dreams to be that big thing that people want to play and you kind of force their hand to bring them into Dreams for a minuscule amount of money. 
Like, (laughs) so like if you were to get the next earthworm gym built by media molecule in dreams, that would be something that I think would get buzz, have people, you know, flow in. But like, it looked so quality as all things that MM does that, yeah, it makes sense that it would be all hallows, but God, I hope it's not. (laughs) <laughs> well, it, it could be both. It, yeah. it literally could be both. It could be a new IP, and they are using it in conjunction with All Hallow Dreams because it's like a horror game or whatever. Like, you know, it, it could be that they're just tying it in with their Dreams calendar, which the next event is All Hallow's Dreams, and their next IP just happens to fit with that category with it being horror for Halloween. It could, it be, could be Yeah, that uh, being very hopeful, but it's yeah. both. Very, very let's say it's lining. let's say it's both. <laughs> let's say it's both. Cuz I would really like to see more things like done specifically by Media Molecule. Yeah, the MM Originals is a fantastic thing and I want to see more of it. MM making a horror game is this a joke? I a that's I'm, I'm I, a, used, I used air quotes there. Hey, I'm going to put it like this. As many people in this community that make horror games, if it's going to be the community that's that that's mostly playing this, then I I, I mean, it seems like it fits it, it, to me. Because literally every time we play your dreams, like people are just like, hey, let's play this horror game. Let's play this horror game. Like people are like, I'm coming out with a new horror game. Like it's a huge genre in dreams. And and so I'm gonna take that and flow it out to the question that you wanted to go into, which you wanted to you said what's missing in dreams, i.e., what type of games are lacking. And I want to know what your like what your answer is to this, because I don't see any type of game lacking. No, it's just a general question. Like, do you think that there is anything lacking in the Dreamiverse that hasn't been touched upon? Nope. You got slice of life games. You got take care of your pets. You got first person shooters, action adventure, the, you know, puzzle. You got nanograms. You get. <laughs> you got driving simulators. You have people working on little big planets, like basically rehashing with injuries. Yeah. yeah, you you have every possible thing you can think of as far as a genre being done in dreams. So I personally don't think there is any any there is anything that's lacking. I was like, I was. I was thinking about it last night and I was stuck in a predicament. Like I literally don't know if there is anything that is lacking in dreams, like genre wise. Uh, The only thing that I could come to is they do exist in dreams, but not as popular is point and click games. That's the only thing I could think of like that, where there isn't a ton of them. Like we have a ton of all the other genres, but there isn't a mass of point-and-click games, at least in my experience with playing Dreams. I haven't seen tons and tons of point-and-click adventures. I've seen ones that people are working on, but I have not actually seen them when I go through Dreams. Yeah. So, yeah. oh, Quizam said, I made one this week. It's absolutely oh. terrible, but it counts. <laughs> <laughs> Dad, Quizam. Hey, hey. Add a link in chat. I'd love yeah. to see it. Yeah talking about it pig detective is point and click style adjacent 
Yeah. No. It's not. It's not traditional point and click, though, is it? No, not 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 traditional. Mm. Um, OG said, "I'd take a little big planet MM original if only to get an influx of new players." I mean, I they mean, are sitting on a gold mine with with little big planet, aren't they? I mean, it, yep. it took the world by storm. And piece of craft, sup nerds? <laughs> 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 Nothing much, man. Just doing what we do, speculating out of this world, and you know. Yep. Yep, and just talking about dreams. Talking about dreams. Uh, do put that link for your point, point and click oh. adventure in the chat. Yeah, I want to see that. Like, uh, for real, though. Um, so, next, you asked something, and, and I wonder if you asked it to kind of kind of guilt you, you know, to guilt yourself. You okay. said, how long is too long when taking a break from game dev? I don't think hello war gobble. I don't think oh and it's me Juvie. Um I don't think there's a limit because I feel like if you're taking a break that's a honest decision by yourself of how you're going to allocate your personal time. And if you're choosing to do it away from the game you're working on, then that means that at the moment you're not as inspired to work on it. So to me flipping that on its head we're all moving at the speed of personal time like (laughs) so with so so with that being the case i'd rather you work on it when you're jacked as opposed to being like oh i gotta finish this game i gotta keep working on it i just think it'll lead to a better product in the end even if it took you four years (laughs) <laughs> like I'd rather you, I'd rather get your fully inspired four years game than your, uh, it was, I, I had to put the weights. Yeah. I was making this game was like training in Goku garb. Like I, you know, I'd rather have the other game. That's it's just me personally. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it. Like I, like for me personally, I haven't, I haven't touched pitch black in ages simply because I've just been too busy with life. But it, it just struck me like, well, how long is too long? Like, is there the possibility that you just stop working on it for such a long period of time on your project that you just eventually just don't go back? Like, is there, is there a window of time where it is too long and you lose complete interest? Like, purely from the community's experience, like, has there been any case where you, you took a break and that break turned into a really long break and then you just completely forgot about your project. It'd be interesting to see a calculation based on people's experiences, whether there is like a common window where there is a too much length of time. Yeah. I mean, people, I I feel like, like, yeah, like making a game is hard at the end of the process. Yes. It's going to be, you know, like, a okay, I'm wrapping this all up. I'm, I'm doing, I'm getting everything ironed out, but that's different than the feeling of, I don't want to work on it right now. Mm. So, you know, I think breaks are needed. I mean, even some of the people who are working on some of the most extreme length stuff in dreams, you talk to them and they're like, yeah, I had to take seven months off. Cause I yeah. just, I was, I was just 
so burned out. I was, I had to take seven months off and then they're like, and it took me a little bit to get back into the groove when I came back. But I still feel like that's always a better choice for the developer or the person making whatever they're making. Then it's the same as like for me, like writing. If, if I'm working on a script and I get to a part where I'm just like, I don't, I don't, I'm not sure about this decision I've made. I can't move past that decision until I've reasoned out why I'm making it or why the character's making it or why the story is going in that direction. And getting to the answer of why, it might take you three years. It might. Yeah, we yeah we all want to put our product out and get rich right away in this worldwide gig economy. But at the same time, I'm trying not trying to get po- political. Anyway, it's you know, but that's the thing. It's like I feel like people feel like, oh, I gotta get it now. I gotta do it now. I got gotta get on that grind. I gotta grind. Like no, nah. like I feel creatively that's not healthy. Mm. Personal. So however long it takes you to make it. That's how long it takes you to make it. And I feel confident saying that I promise you that if you didn't just force your way through it, you're going to have a better product that you're happier with and that people are happy with at the end. That's mm. that's how I feel. I could be right. completely wrong no, and talking out of my up. booty. No. <laughs> I felt a lot of passion in your throat with that. There was a yeah. lot of passion. Because it's something that every artist struggles with, I feel like. It's something like, and it's something I struggle with, where it's like, that's why I always reference back to the uh, episode that we did with, um, oh God, I just went blank. Mm. Oh my God, I just went blank. Uh, the episode we did with the Nelms Brothers, who yeah. directed yeah. Fat Man with Mel Gibson and you know, all these movies that are on Netflix, I still say, if you haven't seen Small Town Crime, you need to go watch that on Netflix. Something that people don't know exists, apparently. Go watch it if you want a good movie. Um, but they oh, they had that whole thing about personal velocity. Where it's like, you know, they talked about being at a, uh, at like a film festival. And the dude who was showing his movie was a 70 plus year old dude standing around a bunch of like 30 year olds feeling awkward. But that's how long it took him to get his vision. And yeah, most people may be like, oh, I can't wait that long. Well, sometimes you gotta. Life will make you wait. So I'm just saying like that. That's truly where I stand on on that. Um. Chat's going wild. What we got? Yeah, I'm going to start back up here at Karsten Stack. I want to do a point and click, but I but I can only manage a couple of hundred ideas at any given time. <laughs> I guess solid state will be point and click or similar at least. Solid mm. state? Yeah, may. That may it be. Maybe. Actually, yeah, that's a good yeah. shout. Yeah. So... We still need to get Scott back on here. Uh, as back. soon as as soon as that thing is done. Yeah. Oh, we are having like a four hour episode deep diving into that bad boy. Oh God, uh, it's gonna be so great. I can't wait. Uh Jet Yeti said, Oh, I guess my suggestion didn't appear in the Twitch chat. Recap? What did you say? What was mm-hmm. what suggestion? I'm going up. Yeah, I don't think it did. 
Re, oh, the, the ability to mess with the interpolation curve would be cool. Is that the one you're talking about? Because, yeah, that would be cool. It would be very cool. Um, if only. Let me see. Okay, back to where we were. Uh, it's me, Juvie. I've, I've taken a break from working on my game a couple of days ago. Lots of uh, motivation is back now. Hell, yeah. That's You got to do it sometimes. It'll probably take me four years just to do a two-minute demo. Jet Yeti, stop it. <laughs> you, can't, you, uh, you know what? I know you hate technology, but you're going to have to get, you're yeah, gonna you're have gonna to get have to on that technology because we need to have a full intervention with you. Uh, War Garble, that's how I was with Baba. I was working on it and then gained more inspiration for my upcoming first-person shooter. Hell, yeah. You never know where you're going to get it from, and if you got to work on it, you got to work on it. Um, MC Alchemist, that's the end of every game dev cycle, though. A slog of minute details. Yeah, absolutely. Char, my brain is melting from overwork. I'm going to tell you, you need to go ahead and take a break, bro. <laughs> I'm just, if, if your brain if is melting. Brain is melting. Yeah, it's time to quit for a little bit. It's time to just turn it off, go yeah, outside, take, take, the the, take the vitamin D from the sun, lower your blood pressure, woosah. Um... Let's see. War Garble, you go back when you feel you're ready. No time limit. Absolutely. Jet Yiddy, I still haven't stopped playing Dreams since I got it. Fantastic. I've been on a break, forced break at this point. Um, OG the Enigma, I have projects from like two years ago that I still eventually intend to go back to. Yeah, it's the way it works. It's the way it works. I mean, I hate to go this route, but I mean, the first album from DMX... I know. I hope everybody knows who DMX was. Uh, rest in peace, my brother. But anyway, like his first album was lyrics that he wrote ten years prior. Wow! Like I'm telling you, like everybody tries to put themselves on a time schedule as if they control most of this stuff that happens in life. We don't control anything. We get we get to it when we get to it that's truly that's how i feel about that uh it's me juvie if you put enough time into a project you will never forget about it yeah i i know all 40 games that i've been working <laughs> every idea every film piece everything that i started working on since dreams first dropped i i believe me and i remember them all and i'm still formulating them uh karsten <laughs> I've gone cold on my long-term projects a couple of times and usually came back with a new push every now and then. That's the way it works. Coinum, welcome. How's it going for you, brother? Uh, Ugly Sofa. I haven't worked on any games in an age. I was inspired the other day by seeing someone say, work on one percent of it and had that in my mind this week and I've got the first 90 seconds of a new game. There you go. There you go. That's how it works. Coinum, burnout's very common. You sometimes just got to take time off to recharge. Yes, you do. Uh, let me see here. The last 10% can take 90% of the time if if you're polishing the project properly. Yeah. Basically. War garble. It can be noticeable when something is forced or faked. People can sense it that something is off. Never force stuff. Yeah, or you end up looking like that new uh, Gotham Knights game. That looks like oh, the least fun that you so could possibly bad. have in Arkham. <laughs> it's so and I'm not, and I'm, a, and yes, I, I, I'm gonna go ahead and say it. That thing looks terrible. It um, looks terrible. Not that no, not that they didn't work hard. 
Oh, but, no, but but they maybe, also oh, may have been oh, hardly oh. working, is what I'm saying. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, Jay Eddie said I'd like to see more turn-based games. Um, yeah, I mean there are turn-based games, but a lot of it is people not wanting to make things too big, like yeah. not wanting to go the whole RPG route and it's, you know it's, uh... sputtering sputtering out way before it's done. Um. Let me see here. We have, oh, Jet Yeti again. I said more visual novels would be cool. That or games like that of the, the tentacle. Oh, okay. like Day of the Tentacle. I know someone oh. is doing a Monkey Island game in dreams. Uh, yes. Yeah, Pixel. It looks and, and it and it's absolutely amazing. Like, yeah. God, if one, y'all haven't one, seen that, one to one, like. Fidelity wise, like you couldn't tell the difference. It looks incredible. Yeah. At War Garble, where my dog's at. <laughs> oh, rest in peace, DMX. Uh, notorious. Notorious. Thank you. Thank you. I, I appreciate that Prime subscription. Uh, and thank you for coming through. I know you don't really ride with, with dreams like that, but thank you for your love for the channel. I appreciate you. Um, uh, let me see here. Red Nebula also coming through. My dude. I appreciate you. I appreciate you. Uh, Coinum. What is he laughing at? You laughing at me, Coinum? No, I'm just uh Crush Comb. Thank you. <laughs> okay. I want to see more Pong games in Dreams, please. Well, I know Zodir is working on a Pong game. Mm. So, so, or she's been working on it. So um, that you got that in the works coming. So that's perfect. And now that we caught up with chat, which I have for a second thought we weren't going to do, we can go into the next, into the next uh, question here, which <sighs> you said MM templates. What would we like to see next? Do you want to go first before I, I go no, no, off? No, by, by all means, you're ready. I can see your fuse is ready to go. You go for it. I don't think we need any. What I would like? Now, no, before I go further, I don't think we need any more templates. Of course, the more, the better. <laughs> so it's not yeah, like if they release yeah, it's confused. it's like, not like if I they no more. it's not like if they released what i'd be like bah, waste of time <laughs> no it, it's not that but what i think would be beneficial is an update to the game's tutorial system okay. like adding in small lessons on gaming mechanics logic or gaming mechanic logic like for more in-depth tools for beginners like making it so they don't necessarily have to go to youtube and can everything can main be sustained within the engine yeah. within the 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 platform itself? I think that would be really cool. Like the little demos that um, that John Beach does, even for like when he was showing off like the new sticker edition thing, like showing what he used it for, how like how he set up what he set up like just little things like that that also have that ability that they did with the original tutorials to have the videos within the tutorials like being able to centralize that all to dreams yeah is beneficial because even though i have three monitors around me currently 
I'm not gonna lie. When it comes time to like play my game, and then like I'm like, oh, I don't know how to do that. Let me go look up something on YouTube, and I'll go and pull up YouTube on this monitor I'm looking at now. But then because of the way my sound system is set up, I can't have the sound from the game and the sound from YouTube. So now I'm switching back and forth while working silently. Like these are all things that like I feel like that would be. I think that would be more beneficial at this point because just like MM making a game and putting it in dreams and you know, I feel like the, the level of detail and quality plus they've grown too, not just us. So it's like what they could bring to an actual tutorial setting, like the way they did tutorials uh, with like ancient dangers where they would show you how to do it, but then you could like save it. Like if you could work through a, through a tutorial where it's like, Oh, I want to know how to do this. And then you do it. And then you can save that as the asset that you're working on. I feel like give, that would be, I feel yeah. like that would be better than templates at this point. But if we got more templates, sure. <laughs> sure. I like your point with it though, like the the whole interactive tutorial and then being able to save what you've made to use. Yeah, that that it it would it would be nice to have more of that. That's a really really cool idea. Yeah. I, I like that a lot. But at the same time, I still think like you know there is some things that that we could have just like you know common common mechanics you know that are used in games like how to how to make a weapon and how that works and how to make different elements work in like a sword, like how you make the, the, uh, the health come off like from different attacks from a light attack and a heavy attack. And sure. There's, there's all of these tutorials in logic based stuff that explains that, but to have a direct tutorial for like how a sword would work or how a gun works or how a third person shooter works, you know, just having these very specific tutorials for, the mass majority of mechanics that players would want to create would be extremely handy for newcomers when they're coming into the game. There you go. Yeah. No, template. Template. Apparently I'm muted. There we go. Oh, yeah. um, no, but um, third-person shooter template. Okay. Uh, yeah. Quantum, true, so important. Jet Yeti. Well, not necessarily like open-world RPGs, but more of a small-scale one, seeing how the long RPGs that people think of is a bit foreboding, more so like Shadow Dance at Olive Top Reach, a little RPG. Jeez, I've never heard of that. Did they have you? Oh. Okay. Okay. So, um, Hmm. Well, I mean, we have, um, uh, what is it? Tales from, Darktown. uh, yeah. Tales from dark town. I mean, there's that Yeah, that's spot on. Tales um, crush Combs says, Oh, Jay 80 said, I really do think a lot of the tutorials need to be reworked. Then overhaul would be great. 
Uh, Crush Comb, it's been so long since I've checked out the MM Tutorials and Dreams. I have no idea what needs to be updated. I remember them being super helpful and easy to learn with. Um, we've heard varying opinions on, the, <laughs> on that, but, you know. Coinum and trying to make an engaging tutorial program without boring people to death is Im important too. Just very hard to do right. Yeah, I can see that. OG the Enigma, an optional quick start for the game would be good. So new players can immediately surf the Dreamiverse if they want. I believe you touch on that in one of our other questions. Uh, Quizm, I thought the interactive ones for Dreamy Dash and the 2D platformer were great. Would love to see more simple ones like those. Yeah. Grit Stash, how do these new icons from the update work? <laughs> that just sounds so straightforward. <laughs> Look, somebody tell me how these work. Uh, I'm Unfortunately, because I've been on my hiatus, I cannot tell you. I, I personally. Haven't, I haven't looked into it yet either. I haven't been on Dreams for two weeks. I've just been so busy with work. But I would assume they work the same as all the other UI icons. Mm -hmm. Literally, you know, they have their their UI name with the parentheses and stuff, and that's how you use them. Yeah, but I haven't. I like I said, I've been too busy at work. I've been doing a lot of overtime, and I haven't been on Dreams for a little bit. Uh, Coinum, I completely skipped all the tutorials because they were too boring for me at first. I'm not. I mean, I've told y'all before. I, I can see why? It, I mean, yeah. there's a lot of tutorials to go through. The style of it was a little off for me, but the ones that I did, because I sat through and I was like, I'm going to go through some of these tutorials. Because I had just, when I first turned on Dreams, I just went straight into, you know, sculpting. I was just like, I'll figure it out. And <laughs> that's just where I, Yeah, that was like, it's time. So, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I do think, you know, there is a hard, it's hard to do tutorials right in the way in which they don't bore people or make them go, you know what, forget it. <laughs> like, I don't it need to hard. know anymore. Yeah. Um, but it would be interesting to see them do like a, a, a new set of yeah. tutorials, yeah. even if, even if not like redoing the old ones, cause that would be time consuming and not oh, really, yeah. you know, a lot of if hard you, work yeah, well, yeah, yeah. But I'd love to see some new ones that deal with more specified cases of what people always ask how to do. And yeah, if they exactly. need a list of what people always ask about, they could come to me or they can, <laughs> cause I'm the one asking them or they could go to anyone who makes tutorial videos, go to Acert, you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. you know, and he'll tell you the things he gets all the time, you know, or mean lad or, you know, Vince Cully, Tap Giles. Everybody knows what everybody always asks for, and I think it would be great. Um, Gizmo, it's not necessary. It's not necessary template, but new MM characters similar to the one in the Impy Awards or Dreamscom. That's good. Mm, that that would good. that would be fantastic. That would be. Yeah, that's a very good shout. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Because also we could read, they could redo the puppets and make them so that they're actually even like they're, they're not, they're, they're not like actual, like mirror images. They're like, they're a little off. They could go back and fix that. That would be fantastic. Um, uh, 
even though a lot of people have already made other puppets, I mean, I'd still like to shout out Mr. Wushi uh, or or Kermitius because he has a few puppets that are really good, like really good base level ones. And I know um, um, at one point, and I'm not trying to get everybody super excited and please don't go badger her because we all know she's amazing. But um, Willow the Bob at one point was working on a, a, um, a puppet, like a blank puppet that she was going to load up with a ton of animations like run cycles and jumps and stops and all these things that like everybody wants. And then all put it out puppet. and all in one puppet. Yeah. And she was working on that. I know she's been busy with other stuff for a while, but if you've seen Willow the Bob's animations, can you can't out. you can't help but be excited because I, I'm not throwing shade on anybody else. But in my opinion, that's the best animation I see in Dreams. And and she yeah, is I, a, I she's, amazing. Mm. she's amazing. She's oh, amazing. Um dear. yeah. Uh, Shadow Dandy is o- <laughs> it's OG. Wow, yes, it is. Name. Yeah, yeah. Um, let's see. Trying Mandelbo. Wait, okay, I'm not you? sure. Where, I, I, where are you in chat? I, I, I'm a little ways up because I keep stopping chat so that I can always know where to st- yeah, where yeah. to start from. Uh, let's see. Intra says. How awesome would it be if we could create masterclasses ourselves? Yeah. That's it. But that's the thing. Like we can, but because of the, because of the access MM has, they can do it. Not maybe not better. I don't want to say that. Cause I know we've spoken to a bunch of people and done masterclasses ourselves, but the way they'd be able to implement it into dreams is beyond what yeah. we can do. Yeah, yeah. Having it all under the same ecosystem is much more efficient. Okay, Karsten, I mean, you're you're coming in slinging all types of stuff here, but Karsten says they could should take a note from Nintendo's Game Maker's Garage in terms of templates and tutorials. I've played the demo and that was really nicely made and they've been constantly rolling out new kits and templates for genres and such. I haven't played it. My I, wife I has a Switch. I can't throw shade because I too haven't played it. I do have a Switch. It's on my list of things to do. Uh, so I, I currently cannot have an opinion on that. But yeah, but but, but saying that the way they've done their templates and tutorials, I, you're, I'm guessing you're saying it was done really well. So yeah, I mean, you know, that, yeah, I mean... If it's done really well, then yeah, maybe they should take note. I just can't speak on it because yeah. uh, I haven't played. Um, Ego go new icons. Yeah, the icons are another thing that needs work. Not easy to access them. There should be a separate keyboard for them. I don't. I haven't seen it, but with the way it works, I think you're correct. If it's like, the same way that it currently is, like with the original icons that you can access, where you have to type in UI controller or UI left stick or whatever. Yeah, it definitely needs to change to make it a lot easier, Like because I've, I've used them a lot in Pitch Black for the tutorial section. 
And it, it is a pain. Like, I have to have my phone with me or a second screen on with the list on on their In Dreams website to be able to figure out which ones I need. It would be easier if there was just, like, a menu option within the keyboard where it just bring them all up and you can choose them. That would be awesome, especially if you could favorite them as well. That would be really cool. And Big Mofo Gaming was saying, uh, sorry, you know, late to the show, as we always say, no apologies necessary. Nope. That's why we have the audio version and we have the VOD on the YouTube. Because if you miss it, you can come back through. And uh, I'm really enjoying having the uh, chat in the side of the screen for people yeah, that sure. are, so they you can know. Follow along on the video. Yeah. yeah. It's nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Coinum, Willow the Bob is just incredibly talented. She's literally mastered dreams. She has. She really has. And, and there's things that she. It. it She's good at things that she thinks are great at things that she thinks she's not good at, but she's someone that we've tried to get on here many a times, but it's not, it's just not her style, but just seeing her stuff on Twitter should inspire it's everyone. It's, it's crazy talent. Just, yeah. just pure, pure, pure talent. Uh, let me see here. Jet Yeti. Yep, that's exactly what I think as well. The biggest thing with the tutorials is they teach you how to use the gadgets, keyframes, puppets, variables, etc. And of course, that's great that you know how to use them. However, Dreams being a creative tool, it doesn't really go into specifics, i.e. how to block, how to swing a sword, how to climb a wall. People are usually looking for something specific, but they try and show a more general purpose for everything, which again is great, but not everybody... Dash. <laughs> it's just yeah. a dash. We're waiting, we're waiting for the next comment. Yes. But yeah, that was exactly my point with the templates, like, is to be yeah. more specific. How to, like, just having a character holding a generic sword and it doing, like, a light attack and a heavy attack. So you can open up that logic and see how it's done. So you can go, oh, right, okay, so I need this variable and I need this keyframe and whatever. It's, it's funny because we're asking for the same thing. It's just we're asking for it to be done in two formats. Like, <laughs> like I want them to just go, this is how you build it. Let me take you step by step through the logic and everything. And you're saying, no, just give the, give the like, item and then allow me to look into it. Like... Yeah. And I'll take you it know. apart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So uh, Charles, uh, Char said there's not enough tutorials to dreams in general, especially for animation. Especially for animation. But mm. I think that's the case because animation is universal. Like if yeah. you learn, like if you learn, if you learn the basics of animation in another program, they still apply to dreams. Yeah. So the principle. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Mm. It, it's kind of like how someone was saying that there should be like more tutorials on, uh, on level design. And I get why they, they want that because that's important, but there's no difference in the level design of dreams than there is in the level design of any other game made in any right. other thing. And there's exactly. books and books of it. Mm. Like there's, yeah, I want the there's four decades I want the of information. Yeah, yeah. The templates and tutorials that I want are that are specific to how dreams works. Cause like how the logic works in dreams is completely different to how coding works it's it, it's two completely different stories you're just attaching wires to different gadgets and they do what you want to do it's like a whole different ball game to coding 
So yeah. like when I when I say I want templates and tutorials for these mechanics like a sword or a gun, I want it specific to dreams because that's what you need to know. You can go anywhere and watch a million videos on YouTube how to do level design because like you said it's it's universal. It applies to anything. So yeah. yeah. So the the rest of Jet Yeti's statement. I, I'm just un, but not everybody understands or sees a use of it without going into specifics. It would be great if they expanded upon it like combat mechanics tutorials or traversal traversal tutorials, which include sprinting, triple jump back flips, etc. Yeah. I I mean I agree. Um uh, and Big Mofo Gaming says, yeah, just look up animation on YouTube and learn how to animate. Uh, then implement it into dreams. Yeah, it's it's the the basis. Like if you're interested in doing it, there's ways to like you can learn it without it being like in one of these tutorials and dreams. But saying that, I'm not against it actually being a tutorial within dreams no, either. Don't get me wrong, it'd be great, yeah. but it, it's not as needed as the stuff that is specifically catered to how dreams works. Yeah. Like if you had to make a choice, I'd rather have the tutorials and templates that are dream specific than the more generic stuff like level design. And this is where we get to our final mm. big juicy. topic. The big topic. Two questions. Will PSVR 2 give Dreams VR the fame it deserves? And second question, do we think Dreamers will adapt VR PSVR 2 more so than PSVR 1? You take this. You take this, because I, 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 I'm gonna be a negative Nancy. I don't think that uh, the VR section of Dreams was um, was received as much as I thought it was gonna be. Like, I don't see a lot of VR games hitting the front page of Dream Surfer. Like, you know, when you're searching for Dreams and stuff on the Dream Surfer and. I don't know. I just feel like there there is people that are making VR stuff, but there just isn't enough. And I think the reason for that is because, you know, VR was already out uh, before Dreams came out. And then there's this whole update for it. And, you know, you would have had some people that was using Dreams and would have bought the VR headset specifically to create VR content. But it just wasn't enough. And I feel that Media Molecule have a unique position now where with PSVR 2 coming out, they can really push the whole VR section of Dreams more so because, you know, you've got people now that have been in Dreams for a while, they're adapted to the way it works, and it's a great opportunity to say, right, let's push the VR agenda with Dreams now with a PS5 patch, obviously, so PSVR 2 can work, and we'll add all the new features for the new controllers and the haptics in the headset and everything. And I, I, I feel like it just wasn't received that well which was such a shame because the possibilities are endless. Like, you know, no different with normal dreams, but the fact that you can create VR games in dreams as well is incredible, but you just don't see enough of them. So do you think that PSVR 2 will be the chance for dreams VR to finally hit its stride? No. Uh, the user base for PSVR 1 was 7 to 10% out of the entire user base of the PlayStation 4, which is huge. Like the, the player base is huge, but it's like seven to 10%. Some people have it clocked in at 5%. 
So, of course, there wasn't a huge boom of it on last-gen VR. And we didn't see that big of a boom of it. Like, we saw a bit, but we didn't see, like, a huge boom of it in Dreams. But I feel like, and this is where I go back to what I was talking about before with uh, Winter Story. If... Sony pushes the fact that it even exists with the advancements in VR and while it's maybe not fully blown mainstream it's accepted enough to where if they actually let people know that it exists and that this thing exists within dreams and not just the community that's currently in dreams it could be big but i still don't think it's blockbuster it's going to take someone using the engine and creating something that explodes and that's where we go back to the whole idea from last week where it's just like if they got if they got their hands, if MM got their hands on an IP that was long dead but never forgotten because people still love it and have been waiting years for a new game or a new iteration of it to come out, and they did that and put that through, um, through Dreams, like made by Media Molecule in Dreams, and then do, do that, like that'll work. As far as things like, you know games outside of dreams i think they'll they'll have it covered because i mean you already have horizon uh in vr and that's that's big enough for the for playstation owners but as far as it helping dreams it all comes back to whether or not they actually say it like like i said it it, it, say that it's a thing because I've already told y'all many times in many episodes how upset I get with IGN. And, like, I've actually started weaning off of IGN because normally it's just something I throw on and be like, okay, well, what's the game news for today? I'll check and see what's up with that. Cool. But when they have these things like their show, Next Gen Console Watch, and they talk about VR, and they talk specifically about PSVR 2, and they literally don't talk about anything dreams related it's like other than half-life alex like they literally talk about what could be possible what's not already possible and it's just so angering but that's the thing that gets me is it just like sony can you throw them 50 bucks they all starving over there can you throw them 50 bucks so that they can to just mention dreams please so they can show that there is something that people can do in, in VR already that's only going to get better with PSVR 2. Like, it, yeah. it, 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 really, it really makes my nipples taut. I can't, I can't, I, I can't deal. Just, anyway, anyway. But for, from, from a point of, of just the dreamers then, like, let's not think of the whole mass populace in general, but purely the dreams community alone of users that are now moving into the ps5 now that's becoming more massively available is it think 
at least in the UK it is anyway. We're getting okay. we're getting more stuff. So, do you think that dreamers that are already part of the community would embrace PSVR two purely for the fact of dreams alone, more so than those that did with PSVR one? Because obviously it's a new product. Do you think that people would buy it specifically for the use case of dreams? Only those who are super interested in dealing with VR. No matter what, it is a niche market. Mm, yeah. But I think it makes it better to have, like, they'll be more interested in using it in dreams. As long as they have something else they can do with it. Like, so PlayStation pulling out all this, like, you know, the Horizon and that whole five-minute showcase of the games they're working on. For the, like, that works to get people in the door. And then for the Dream-specific universe, that's a bonus on top of being able to do, like, use it within Dreams. Like, I'm super interested in VR. I always have been. But I've always seen it as a gimmick. And I've seen it as a gimmick because I've I've never seen truly the experiences that are promised with VR. Mm. I've seen yeah I've seen people talk about what they want the experience to be, like what they hope to achieve. But as far as VR goes, I've never felt the experience side of it, and I have and I have a feeling that dreams is going to be that experience for me. And then it can only go up from there. Like I'm super into PSVR too. Like I really want to get it. It'll be my first VR headset, but we'll see. Like we'll, we'll see. I just, I can't like, I don't think, I think out of any group that would possibly be interested in VR, it would be the dreams community. But I don't if know. That, if, but if that huh? was the case, if that was the case, then wouldn't you think that PSVR one would be more highly adapted in Dreams because it's, no. it's widely available and it's super cheap, or is it purely down to it just being really crappy specs that no one wants to deal with it? Someone, someone put my thoughts in chat exactly. I love Dreams in VR, but I hate the moves. There Thank you, you Quizm. That's why, because the technology, while the moves themselves, if you could ever get them to work, works, and but it's it's the the whole VR aspect of it, there are vast improvements that needed to happen. And now I feel like they have happened. And I feel like being that PlayStation didn't give up on VR, given that they only had a 10%, 7 to 10% user base for their first headset i feel like they believe in it to push it and to actually go for creating more high quality games mm. in psvr2 yeah. than you're going to get from any other headset and then you have dreams which is just going to be insane like it's it, it's it, it it's a marriage it really feels like this is what you need from a creation tool, as well as how many people use the creation tool and what they create to get that one thing that, like I said, I never felt I got, which was the experience. Mm. 
Mm. Not not just, oh, I get to click and have a headset on and it's cool, right? Like, no, but an experience. So let me let me start through these chats before we're here yeah, forever. It, it's really it's really rolling. Uh, Jet Yeti said, one, no, I don't think so. Two, probably not, although I can see the people who have VR will like it a lot. Yeah, that niche market. Uh, Ego Go said, the only reason I don't totally agree with what you're saying about animation correlating with dreams and other programs because the different ways the animations fade into each other, the physics of dreams, which may be specific to dreams, but the way you get around them is the same as how you get around them in creating in other tools. Not only that, the, the core principles of animation is completely universal. Yeah. Like, I mean, that's, that's what I feel, but like, yeah, there are things that can get wonky within dreams. We all know yeah. that we, <laughs> we all know, but the basics around how to fix those, I feel are still the same. But then again, I've, I've, I've dabbled in multiple yeah. animation programs from Toon Boom Harmony to, <laughs> to dealing with it in Blender to like, uh, a little bit of 3d studio max way back in the day. Like I've dealt with it a few times, but it all seems the same, which is why I can do it somewhat, <laughs> but I'm still not great. And I don't have the yeah. patience for animation. Like, it's really, as we talked about a couple episodes ago, it comes down to patience. Um, Karsten Stack. Ah, this is our neighborhood VR guy. Here we go. I had hoped that there would be more buzz around Dreams VR, but VR community is still a niche. And with Dreams 2 being a niche, it becomes a niche within a niche. They're, yes, <laughs> they're enthusiasts. For Dreams VR, but they can't satisfy what the PSVR community is asking for development-wise. No. Yeah. Niche plus plus. Yes. So, Char, I think there needs to be more people dedicated to making VR games before it can even thrive. And that's what it feels like Sony's doing now. It seems like they're pushing that. It seems that. like they're pushing so, that. They did say, like way before they announced like they showed the headset when they just announced that they were working on a new vr headset that they were trying to work towards a hybrid approach so that their games would be playable flat on the tv or you could plug in the headset and it would switch to vr mode like that to me sounds like the ultimate way to approach vr is to have it all your main games vr compatible and you can put the headset on and if you get tired of being physical because it does get very tiring playing vr like it's exhausting like if yeah. you get tired of being kratos and god of war throwing your axe for like an hour and a half and you like sweat in and you're done just as soon as you take the headset off it flips the tv mode that would be perfect hmm yeah uh let's see Coinum said, yeah, VR is tricky, not easy to build VR center content, and it's not common enough to invest game dev time into. That's just my opinion. Yeah, in my opinion. Um, it is, yeah, it is an, it and is that's, an why I've always seen, that's why I've always seen VR as a gimmick, because of that statement. But it, if anyone has the ability to change VR from being a niche to something that people would consider like the next step in gaming it right now it's sony because they have the opportunity to take their 
IPs that are so well known and beloved and give players a new way to experience them. Because that's the thing that we're missing is the AAA large scale quality content in VR. Like the majority of stuff that we see is so small scale because for one, it's hard to develop a game. Two, it's it's hard to develop a, a VR game. And three, it's super expensive. So we need one of the big boys to come in and go, well, we've got the money, we've got the resources, we've got the talent, so we'll just do it all. That's what we need. And that's why I'm very hopeful that Sony can push VR into a new market because for me, that's what needs to happen for VR to be taken seriously. I'm going to tell you what my dream would be. So, Here we go. so if you yeah. say power. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> okay. No, no. I would love to have basically like a game studio partner with BBC Earth and to create an underwater mystery where you're basically like in in a submersible and the leader of your like basically your captain that's speaking to you about things you need to do would be Sir David Attenborough but everything in the like everything in the water would be actual like underwater creatures and you'd have to learn how they work of course, with the help of Sir David Attenborough, because at a certain point in this like task filled thing you're supposed to be doing, basically you'd have to survive without your submersible. Like, and basically you'd have things hunting you. You'd have things you'd have to have for sustenance, but you'd have to know which ones you should have to do. But that is what I mean by an, ex an experience where it's just like, Basically, you're in planet, or was it not planet Earth, a blue planet, but it's a game. And wow. we have the graphics now. We got the Unreal Engine. We, Sir David Attenborough, thankfully, is still with us. Like, we have all the things that are perfect to make an experience that breaches reality in a game. I would love to see that. But that's also, like I said, I would love to see. Square Enix or Square Soft Square whatever they're called now I don't know what the they're hell they square, do. They're, they're we, still Square Enix. We, Weeb Simulator 2022. <laughs> um, if they if they partnered with uh, Rosetta Stone and okay. made and made an RPG where you're actually in a world that you don't speak their language and you would basically have to learn the language as you uncover your journey. And as you learn the language, you would be able to understand more of what the people are saying around you. Then the DLCs would be different language packs that you could throw into the game to learn different languages on replays. Bam. Give me the, Love me. Love me. Tell me I don't need that money. Give me that money. I swear, people get paid hundreds of thousands to come up with ideas like that. And they just, yeah, they waste. It's a, brilliant, it's a brilliant idea. They, they, yeah. they waste my goddamn time. Anyway, but this is why it's so hard to impress me also because of this stuff. I'm just like. Because you've already hmm. thought of everything. Yeah, it's not that I've thought of. Okay, I'm not that egotistical. <laughs> I've already dreamed your dreams. Yeah. <laughs> I've already dreamed your mind. No, um, it's just those are things where I'm like, 
their experiences and like experiencing that even if that second game idea was vr based Mm. like walking around a place you don't know having to learn the language and pick it up to actually achieve the end goal of whatever journey you're on educational and awesome that it's just it's it's so simple i don't get why no one's anyway 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 back to these also, I found the move controls in VR from Karsten Stack. Also, I found the move controls in VR were handled suboptimally. It didn't work out for me, and as such, I couldn't find a stronger angle on VR creations. The, the move controls were a dead tech. Way before they even started with VR, like it was just a dead tech, and like PSVR one was really like a beta test to see like if it would work for them. So they're just like, ah, we've got moves, we'll just chuck them in. That'll be how it works for now until we figure ourselves out. Like yeah. that's why now we've got the proper controllers for PSVR two. Uh, but yeah, the moves was just awful. Yeah, horrible, horrible things. Ugly Sofa Gaming. Consider MM has a really strong studio history of being key players for supporting PlayStation supplemental purchases. iToy, Moves, Vita, VR. Yeah. I mean, yeah. They love all Every the single game. Uh, Jet Yeti, I will say if you have a VR headset, you pretty much owe it to yourself to get dreams. That's how I feel. That's how we all feel, I feel. But I'm not going to get... Uh, I'm not going to work with those moves. Like yeah, my, uh, 80% of my excitement is based off of the fact that it's different technology for how it reads your hands. Like, because the moves were just, I, I could never get them yeah. to work. Uh, coin them. PSVR two is going to be great though. There's so many issues they're going to fix with it. Yeah. It looks fantastic on paper. I'm going to need that. I'm going to need that up close and personal duckonomics. If Sony releases a PlayStation, but mm, if Sony releases a PlayStation butt plug, Media Molecule will make it a central tool in dreams. <laughs> oh, you, won me, you won me over with how funny your statement was. I was about yeah. to not say it, but that's yeah, that actually that hilarious. Yeah, that was um, Mighty Dreams Horror is seriously transformed by VR. It turns it from cheesy to genuinely scary. I'll, yeah. never, I'll never know. <laughs> VR, VR horror is absolutely terrifying. I will. Hey, hey that's not something I signed up for. I'm yeah, old. I'm it old. My heart don't don't work like it used to. Like mm. VR, like horror is actually like the best use case of VR. Like you know, if you want that immersive experience where you feel like you're in another world, like you are outside of Earth, like you're no longer playing a game, you are in the game. Horror is the best way to experience it. You will crap your pants. It is terrifying. That doesn't sound like a great afternoon to no, me, but I, I understand I, I that some people's want. things. And like out of all the things I played, that was the most immersive thing. But it was mm. terrifying, and I'll never do it again. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let me see here. Enter Attack Out. I have a lot of prototypes and ideas for cool VR games, but the hardware is so annoying to use, lack of sticks being the ultimate deal breaker, that I will hold off on bigger projects till PSVR 2. Amen. Yeah. Uh, let me see. Ego Go. Uh, PSVR 1 did have some pretty epic RPGs in Dreams. Was the one with the mouse? Is that the <laughs> no? That was actually an adventure, wasn't it? No, then they that, just that's huh? not in dreams. The one with the mouse is moss, but that's not in dreams. I thought it was no, 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 not in dreams. I meant 
He said PSVR one, not PSVR one in dreams. Oh, sh- yes, he did. I can't yes, read. Cool. He said it. He so, <laughs> uh, well, I don't know. I, I never, I never played any of them. Yeah. I confused myself. Yeah. If you could see my eyes were going everywhere. Uh, I feel PSVR felt niche, but Oculus quest, definitely not. I, I have, my, I have my same judgments. Right, it I always have, feels like a gimmick. I've had PSVR 1, Oculus Quest 1, and Oculus Quest 2. And although Quest 1 and 2 allowed more people to get into the VR market simply because it was cheap and you didn't need any external hardware to power it, it was successful in its own right because of that. However, it still feels niche to me. And I don't think VR will stop feeling niche until the technology gets way more advanced. The only thing that I'm excited for VR2 for is the fact that Sony's IPs could be uh, playable in it and for Dreams. Other than that, the games you're going to get on VR from you know your generic developer is going to be pretty much the same thing we've seen for the last five years. Make that 20. Okay. <laughs> but let's see. Ego goes at Blue Planet, the game. I'd love it. I'd be in that thing, just just swimming my big booty around. Just be like, I mean, just think of if you had your mission commander as Sir David Attenborough. I mean, come on. you like, the beluga whale. <laughs> I'd be like, you tell me about the beluga whale. And it would be fantastic. Um, let's see. Uh, Perogagon, uh Weave Simulator, lol. <laughs> it's i mean i'm sorry I, I i have i love i love square but i also have come to hate square so it's it, it, it's it's a love-hate relationship between us uh crush comb dang yeah that sounds awesome i, I know my ideas are great <laughs> <laughs> mind grapes t-shirt still on sale anyway <laughs> <laughs> My mind grapes are just so ripe. I, I know, I know. Jet Yeti, from what I experienced, the move controllers were super accurate, but they do feel a bit weird to hold. I don't know what you experienced, because what, yeah, experience what I experienced is what I experienced is they accurate. are not accurate. <laughs> <laughs> not only are they not accurate, but getting them to work within any space in my house oh my God. is not, like is the, not the case. Like it's either too dark or it's too light or there's too much light bleed. They can't find the light bulbs or it's just it was just awful. It's just yeah. awful. Yeah. Um I don't have a VR headset, but I did use that at a game store when they were game demos. Huh. Yeah. And Karsten. Let's see. There's also the thing with Dreams and PSVR 2 that there has to be a PS5 version. And if there will be, they need to manage the problem of replacing the move controllers. The touch orb controllers of PSVR 2 only work in tandem with the headset, but they would want a way to use them without the headset i guess yeah that's why i mean that's why my theory is that if we are going to get a a a dreams ps5 update it has to be around the time psvr2 launches because i can't imagine them not wanting to let people play dreams in vr like with updated tools why wouldn't they want the new version yeah yeah uh let's see 
Intra says, the problem is a lot of developers just make crap VR games. When you think about it, it's laughable how restrictive most games are, despite freedom being the selling point of VR. Yeah. It is. It's so ironic. <laughs> um, and let me see. Juvie, without the headset, you could basically use it as a normal controller. Yeah. And it has the exact setup that I proposed for the Power Glove. Anyway, the point is, nope, nope, that's all I'm going to say. That's all I'm going to say. When I showed y'all what I was talking about as far as what I wanted from a new age, not bring back the actual whole power glove, but how it could be set up to where you would still have access to your buttons as well as the controls, like through the fits. They did it. They did it. That's it. The, the layout of the PSVR 2 controller is pretty much the exact same as, as Quest. Like, the exact same. It's just presented in a different way. And? We said, yeah, well, we said this ages ago. You're saying it like 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 now that Sony's done it all of a sudden. No, like, no, 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 no. What I was, say, no, what I was saying... What I was saying is that the thing that I was talking about with how, like, where it should be if it were on a glove type apparatus all they did was make it so you have bars to hold instead (laughs) instead of it being on your arm so i was saying with that being the case like where you hold and what you have access to Mm. that like that's what i'm talking about see look at you look at you we're sitting here (laughs) reaching the end of the show and you start you trying to start something anyway does anybody else have another question for us before we close it down for the day because your boy after he finishes all this all this stuff that you see going. yes all of it is being unplugged disconnected and broken down for the move so like i said i'm gonna be gone for two weeks so if you got something to say you need to say it now because i'm not gonna remember in two weeks (laughs) (laughs) i already have things riding my my nerves to extinction so okay if moving is horrible it's horrible forever. And yeah. so, yeah. Uh, yeah, damn. <laughs> Coin of damn. Good luck with that. Yes. Yeah. That's all you can it's say. It's not fun. It's, it's not, not fun. fun, but we've been packing up and boxing up things for like the last two weeks. And then, like I said, I was supposed, we were supposed to already be moved, but then the move date got pushed back and now we're still waiting for like things to be like the house to get like a professional cleaning as everything else has been fixed. And we can only put stuff in a square, like on one of the levels. And it's just, everything's been so stressful, but moving is such a pain, but you're almost there now. Almost, almost there. there. So, uh, (laughs) <laughs> I'm gonna miss you too, Coinum. Embrace the pain, entropy. <laughs> yeah, that's what you gotta do. That's what you gotta do. But no with choice. that, with that, ladies and gentlemen, the 90th episode of the Made in Dreams podcast is over. I hope you enjoyed it. Had a lot of good action in the in the chat today. A lot of varying opinions. We love it. Remember, nothing we say is right. Nothing you say is wrong. We're just out here discussing what we love, and that's dreams. So. Oh, God. And right as I say this, Jet Yeti drops another coin. I was about to do the sign-off. Here we go. Okay, okay. As of right now, what is Media Molecule or everybody... Wait a minute. As of right now, what is Media Molecule or everybody doing wrong in order to promote dreams, and how can we fix it? 
Oh boy, that's a whole episode. That is a whole episode. That's a whole. We will revisit that when we get back for the night. Yeah, take take a note of that. Take a note. I am going to take a note. I'm going to take a screenshot right now, and I will save that. And that will be the topic of ninety one. Yeah, because that that's going to take a whole whole episode to go through. I need to do a lot of writing. Like we're talking about how we market dreams. I need I need a week at least. Damn. I need to and get my tie on. I need to get all corpo jammy out. I'm ready. Corpo so, yeah. jammy. All right. So who's online right now? We're gonna, we're gonna we're gonna throw some love. Um, let me see, because my list is not showing anyone in dreams. Really? Let me see. We've got duplex. We've got grit stash. What the hell, duplex? I I follow duplex. Why is it? You know they need to work on this. Uh, we got Zub, Wub, Bandit, Milkman, and Fluffy Dragons. I'm gonna go with Duplex. Let's go with Duplex. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna go with Duplex, and uh, yeah, love you all. Thank you for joining us again, and we will see you in a couple of weeks. In a couple of weeks. Catch you later. We'll miss you. Bye. Okay, I don't have the exact spec for the room you're currently in to hand, so we're gonna have to wing it with the amount of steps you're going to take here. There should be a control panel on the left wall, so turn 90 degrees and just move forward until you hit the wall. But please be careful, the last thing we need is for you to unintentionally break stuff in this room. Okay, feel that wall for me. You should feel some buttons and wires and stuff. Can you feel it? Mm-hmm. Okay, perfect. The conductors we need to reboot are spherical metal objects that let atoms and superfluid run through them to power the ship. On each side of the conductors is a channel that needs to be opened so those atoms and superfluid can channel through all the conductors to the engine. There should be a winding shaft somewhere on that control panel that manually opens those chambers. Try and find it and crank it. Okay, that's it. You did it. One down, four to go. Can you hear that? That's the conductor channeling its power through to the engine. But don't get too excited. It's not enough to power anything yet. Not until we at least get another one on. But you should be very proud of how far you've managed to come. Head out of this room and let's move on to the next one. Turn right here. That's everything I have to show for today. I hope you've enjoyed this first look at my first solo project in Dreams. And if you like what you see, I'll be streaming development of Pitch Blank moving forward. Be sure to follow me on Twitter to be notified when these streams occur. Thanks for watching, and I hope to have you venturing into the darkness real soon.